With the hurricane season over, we finally got to hear from Dom Waddell, Tom Dunnan, and Rod Brandmore all in their respective interviews following the end of the season. We will dive into all of those in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Andrew Schnitker. How are you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing wonderful. We've got a a wealth of information to discuss here tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening to this. Yes, a lot, lot, lot to talk about in terms of Dom Waddell's exit interview, uh, Tom Dundon doing a podcast with Joe Obvious and Joe Giglio, and then Rod Brennamore gave us a little bit, but not a lot. Exit interviews aren't really his thing, but we will still talk about it. Uh, But starting off with Don Waddell's exit interview first off yeah he was disappointed they did not win the cup as were we all uh you know we all kind of shared in that sentiment uh but you know they do have to look that they had the second best record in the nhl five straight years of the playoffs three straight division titles and he feels like the hurricanes did take a big step forward this year and i i agree so i i agree as well it really felt like you know when they were on, they were on, and they could be a team that could be that could go all the way. Uh, it's just going to be parlaying that into next season and beyond. Um, you know, he did say that really likes the team. Yeah, we've obviously heard that for years and years and years and years uh, following the old uh, regime that the Hurricanes had. But you know, now the, the Hurricanes have a good group. You know, the we like our group thing it's not as annoying as it used to be uh but you know they're always looking to add has already been on the phone talking to other gms not a whole lot of holes uh and areas to address but goal scoring uh definitely being one that they're looking to address and yeah they also did have you know injuries to key players as well uh but you know in terms of what waddell said andrew what were you, what were your thoughts on what he was saying yeah, he said he had, I think he had a lot of interesting things to say. You know, he talked about wanting to add goal scoring, but also wanting to get heavier. He said, you know, that the Hurricanes may not be looking to go out and add a pure goal scorer like they did last year with Max Pacioretty, that they might be relying on, you know, a little bit more of some internal improvements like Seth Jarvis continuing to develop, hoping for a bounce back year from Tavo Teravainen. Don't know that I particularly love that approach, but we can talk about that later. Um, sounding like, um, again, like with Jordan Stahl, like they want him back, like they don't foresee that being much of an issue. Um, you know, he talked about, again, if they can add the right pieces, they will. You know, you always hear that if we, you know, if we can make our team better, we will. Um that the Hurricanes do have a lot of cap space this offseason. Now they have to be careful with what kind of term they add because that cap space may not be there in two years with some of the new deals that they're going to have to sign for key guys. 
but they could do what they've done in off-seasons past, like you saw them do last off-season with Max Pacioretty and go off after um, some good players from some teams that are cap-strapped. So, you know, they could be taking some of their familiar approaches in that regard. Um, also talked about they haven't started negotiations just yet, but they'll start talks quick with Aho, Shea, Pesci, guys who have a year left on their deal before they are UFAs the next year that they really want to try to go into the year without guys playing at the last year of their deals with knowing that they're going to have these guys locked in. Um, so it's, it's feeling like a very, um, you know, like wanting to kind of get the band, bring the band back together, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree there. And that was something we had talked about already uh, with Sebastian Ajo and his exit interview. Uh, you know, did feel that, you know, there were some folks uh, blowing his out of proportion, but yeah, you know, Waddell saying they haven't even started negotiations yet. Like, come on guys. Uh, you know, and that's not one I'm worried about Brett Pesci. I'm not worried about it. Brady Shea. I'm not worried about it. Uh, it was interesting though uh, with Tavo Teravainen. Uh, you know, that's we're kind of going to talk more about him uh, later in the off season as far as a potential trade there. But his it has been a name that has been circling around the trade market, and you know, potential less interest there in him as far as locking him up uh, for a few more years. That's going to be interesting to see how that goes. I do feel like if they could get it done at the right price, then they will. I feel it's not one that they're just wanting to be like, you know, get, get on out of here. Uh, I definitely don't feel that's the case, uh, but it's also not going to be one where I feel that he's untouchable. If that makes sense. Uh, I, I feel that if the right deal came along, they 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 would let him go because at, at the end of the day if you want to get good you got to give up good and i i do always say no one is, if wayne gretzky can get traded then anyone can get traded if wayne get, gretzky can get traded then tavo teravining can get traded uh obviously we're not saying he is going to uh but it it, it is interesting to see uh just that there may be a little bit less interest there than some of the other guys. Yeah. It, 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 I could be reading too much into it. It it just, I got, I, that was just kind of the vibe that I got of him not really being mentioned in the same vein with like Aho and Pesci and Shay. Some other things that he talked about, Max Pacioretty, obviously coming off the two Achilles tears in the last year um, a free agent that the hurricanes that it's going to depend on how he's doing that you know that they may bring him back they may not that they have to be you know see how he's doing be careful that they don't get caught waiting on something that's not there Um, and then the goalies you know they have frederick anderson and um, auntie ranta who are both going to be ufas they he said, you know, both guys have expressed that they want to be back. The Hurricanes know they're good, that, you know, that they may want to bring them back. They also need to do their due diligence on what's out there. They have Piotr Kachetkov under contract. And he also felt, you know, that they, they may need a three goalie system again, just because of the way things go these days and, you know, people get hurt. The one other really interesting thing that came out of this was, you know, the Hurricanes may not have their own 
AHL affiliate next year with the reports that the Chicago Wolves are going to basically go independent, not be an AHL team, not be an NHL affiliated team, but that the long-term plan is to have their own affiliate by 2024-25, but that, like for this year they could, you know, some guys are obviously playing in Europe and they could loan some of their prospects out to other organizations affiliates for this next year. Yeah, that that is going to be a very very interesting thing this offseason. We'll continue to follow that as the offseason goes on. We'll definitely talk to Sarah Avampato again. She knows all about the AHL stuff. So we're definitely going to be hearing from her a lot this offseason in, in that regard. But yeah, you know, the Max Pacioretty thing, uh, I, I feel I'm not expecting him to be back. Uh, I, I feel if they could do a, a one, a, a very cheap one year deal. Yeah. Then maybe, you know, just to see, uh, but you know, it's still yeah, a finite like, number of roster spots. It, it, exactly. It, exactly. I feel like the deal would have to be right for them to take that chance, you know? Uh, you know, because they did see something there. They wouldn't have made that trade if they didn't. Uh, so, yeah, if they could get the right deal done, I could see it It'd definitely be like a one-year thing. Uh, I would say probably like one or two million dollars. Uh, it would not be a hefty contract by any means. Uh but, you know, outside of that, yeah, I'm not expecting him to be back. Anderson and Ronta both wanting to come back. That's interesting because, you know, we were kind of, you know, looking at, you know, maybe just Anderson and then Kochekov, uh, you know, being on the roster, you know, full time next year or, you know, them, you know, going out and getting someone else, whether it be free agency or trade, you know, that's going to be interesting to see how that goes, especially if they continue running with the system they are. If they do, I do not see them doing both goalies on the same term again. I, I could see, you know, Anderson two, three years, uh, Ronta, you know, you know, maybe like a year less, like say Anderson signs a two Ronta signs a one or, you know, Anderson, a three Ronta two. Uh, I definitely don't see them doing, uh, you know, both on, you know, two year or three year, you know, the same term. I didn't like that move when they did it because they were both be UFAs at the same time. I didn't like that move when they did it then. And I really hope they avoid doing that now, but you know, if they can get them both back, I say do it uh, you know, if the deal is right uh, because both have proven that they, they can play and they can succeed here. So they can get them both. I, I'm fine with both coming back. Well, and the other the other piece of that is Pyotr Kachetkov. Mm-hmm. It's a four-year deal, $2 million AAV. Paying a guy $2 million to play in the AHL would not be ideal, but there's no huge rush to hand him the keys, the reins, and this is right away necessarily and he's still waiver exempt. So he could still go to Chicago, no problem. So if they wanted, I think it'd still be very, very surprising to me if all three of those guys were, you know, there again next season. But if they, if that's what they wanted to do, they certainly could. Yeah. 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 It's one of the things, those things, you know, I I still expect Kochekov to be in the NHL next year, but you know, if they can, that's what they want to roll with. Yeah, they've proven they can make that work. And at the end of the day, if that's what they feel is best, then fine. Uh, but 
that's just going to be something we just have to wait and see come July 1. We'll see what happens there because, again, Pyotr Kochekov, what are they going to want to do there? Are you really want to go? Are you really going to want to pay a guy two million dollars a year to play in the AHL? Uh, because yeah, the Chicago Wolves now wanting to be the Notre Dame of the AHL and not be affiliated with anyone. Uh, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see uh, what happens there. But we did get to hear from Tom Tom Dundon on the OG podcast, uh, and we will talk about what he had to say on that podcast right after this quick break folks now folks you know if you're wanting to go to a nba finals game a stanley cup final game game time is the place to do it folks buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. You know, yeah, the Carolina Hurricanes season is over, but there's going to be a lot of concerts and comedy shows coming through, so Game Time has you covered for that. And you know, if you're able to go to an NBA Finals game or a Stanley Cup Final game, Game Time has you covered for that as well. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tif- tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive don't get surprised by a poll in your way because that is never fun buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're all set tickets are sent directly to your phone so you'll never have to dig through email because that is never fun guys so snag the tickets without the stress with game time Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Now, diving into Tom Dundon's interview that he had with uh, Joe Ovius and Joe Gillia over on their podcast, um, and to Luke DeCock as well of the News Observer. Uh, I did say that Sebastian Ajo is the main priority for this team. No surprise there, of course, uh, saying, quote, sensing a this theme is his here. team now. He is not playing anywhere else. Yeah, he yeah. said uh, this is he said that. And so he's he's saying these things in different places to different people. He said yes. this is his team now to Luke. He said he's not playing anywhere else to um, Obius and Gilio. Yes. Look, and we could talk about this in our takeaways piece too, and I certainly want to, but if you're a Hurricanes fan who wants Sebastian Ajo to be here long-term, I don't know what else you could hear other than that the extension has been signed, obviously, but the, to hear that from the owner, because the other thing he talked about on Obvious and Gileo is there not being any hard feelings about the way things went last year or last time around with the offer sheet, because ultimately – 
you know, he cares about Sebastian as a person. Sebastian got a deal that was good for him. Ultimately, that's been a deal that was good for the Hurricanes. I mean, like Montreal did not go nearly as hard as they should have with that offer sheet if they wanted the Hurricanes not to match it. But ultimately, I think, like, I don't think Sebastian Ajo is at all. And I think he wants to be here, especially if the money is right. Who's ultimately in charge of how much money he gets offered and if he gets the amount of money he's asking for? Tom Dundon. He, that's that's the guy who's signing the check. If he's out here saying this is his team, this is where he's going to be, he's not going to play anywhere else, to me personally that makes me feel even more strongly like it's going to get done. Yeah, I, I agree there. It really is nice to hear that coming out of the owner's mouth. Uh, you know, obviously we'd feel good if Don Waddell said that. If Eric Tolsky said it, if uh, Rob Brenmore said it, yeah, we'd feel good about that. But to hear it come from the guy that signs the checks, that feels pretty darn good. Uh, to hear it come from him and that they are committed to getting him taken care of long term. Again, this is his team now and he's not playing anywhere else. You you got to love hearing that. Uh, and, you know, one thing yeah, we is worth mentioning here. We talk about it in depth in our episode talking about the PNC arena uh, renovations. Dundon, of course, uh, did uh, talk about that with Obvious and Julia and uh, Luke DeCock as well of things he wants to get done there. Yeah. You know, uh, long story short here again, if you want to hear our in-depth thoughts, you can go listen to that episode once you get done with this one. Uh, but you know, he's, down to you know, do what they got to do to get this done. It's just the other parties involved. Uh, you know, Centennial Authority, NC State, uh, City of Raleigh, Wake County, getting everyone you know on the same page to get this done. A lot of complex moving parts uh, when it comes to that. And again, we talk about it in depth already. We get vent our frustrations uh, on that, uh, but. Yeah, the fact that yeah, he is willing to get it done. And you know, big thing, yeah, with that was they want to stay here. That is a big takeaway uh from that. Is uh, they're not, you know, like, oh, you know, if you don't get this done by you know August, we're gonna start looking for a new home. You know, uh we're gonna uh use our opt-out in twenty twenty-four, uh and you know, we're gonna start looking for a new home. You know, it's nice to hear that he is committed to keeping the team here and he's willing to do business with these other parties to get the arena up to date. Uh, that that was really nice to hear as well. Yeah, and some of the other interesting things that he talked about, he also mentioned, um, you know, wanting to look at extensions for Pesci and Shea. He did mention Terravine and two, and again, maybe I'm reading this into this too much, but he, he definitely wasn't like, with Aho and Pesci and Shea when he mentioned him. So that's somewhat interesting to me. Um, you know, he talked about, you know, when the Hurricanes look at making deals and looking at adding guys at the deadline and potentially going all in about, you know, wanting them to have a chance every year, not necessarily just go all in for one year, wanting to keep this group that's been successful, that's been in the playoffs every year together as much as possible and talked about, you know, how hard it is when the Hurricanes get to the point that they are now about finding that deal that makes them that much better. He alluded to, um, you know, deals that they were in on and things that they offered and assets that other people valued 
more than their assets. Um, reading between the lines, I would not be shocked if at least some of that was referring to the Hurricanes um, reportedly being the runner-up for Matthew Kachuk last summer, mm-hmm. um, as Pierre Lebrun did it for the Athletic, did a big piece on going into this series in the Eastern Conference Final. So, yeah, I mean, a, a lot to unpack there about kind of, you know, the way that the Hurricanes have approached these things in terms of not making a big move at the deadline because I think when – part of that is when these guys get so expensive and they need those picks and prospects to help put young cheap talent around them. They want to have those. Yeah. And one thing always uh, with the NHL is that they don't have the same calorie salary cap that NBA, NFL, MLB that do where they can offer, you know, like your guy, Patrick Holmes getting a half a billion dollar uh, contract. Well, the you NFL know? salary cap is fake anyway, so. Yeah, I know. And then, of course, the NBA has its luxury tax and you know, all, all that stuff. You know, the NHL doesn't have, they can't hand out, you know, these, you know, such big deals. So they do have to be a lot smarter with their money because, you know, guys are wanting, you know, more and more. So they're having to do uh, a, a, a bit more, you know, finagling and, and all that. Uh, so it, it really is going to be interesting to see how the Hurricanes handle these extensions for Sebastian Ajo, Freddie Shea, Brett Pesci, Tavo Teravainen. Uh, it's all going to be very, very interesting. Uh, now, now we did say that, uh, you know, we did hear a little bit from Rod Brendamore. He does not say much in, in these things. Not really. A, this isn't his nest, his area, really. Uh, he did say power play needs to be more effective and dynamic we agree captain obvious we're 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 there yeah but yeah i mean he's he's right i mean yeah he's right yeah obviously you know no disrespecting you know saying thank you captain obvious but i mean yeah yeah we we talked about it at length this season yeah and i think it's going to be interesting to see how would they approach that because i think in you know over the past few years we've seen the personnel on the power play change a good bit yeah, it's got to be a systemic thing. It's got to be a structural thing. You wonder if they make any sort of adjustments to the coaching staff to I try to deal it. with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a good mindset for him to have going into the offseason for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I do think uh, I, I I believe I talked about it um, or kind of early and midway through the season, potentially making some uh, changing in, in terms of coaching for uh, the power play. I, I do think that is, that's a move that needs to be made uh, this off season as far as who would they bring in? I, I, I don't know, uh, but we'll just have to wait and see on that. But I, I agree there. I, I think that they need to, you know, make a more large scale uh, change in terms of improving this power play. They, you know, because, you know, it, the player, yeah, it, it's just that time. You know, they. It, this is a continual issue year after year after year. It, it's got to change. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, you know, we did, uh, you know, obviously a lot to digest here. We both have our respective takeaways uh, from these exit interviews, and we will continue to dive into those right after this quick break, folks. All right. Now, time to give our takeaways from Dom Waddell's 
in exit interviews, we gave our very brief takeaways from Rod Brendamore's because he didn't say a whole lot. And, and then uh, Tom Dundon's uh, interview with Luke DeCock and Joe Ovius and Joe Giglio, respectively. Uh, and it's going to be an interesting offseason. I feel that's my biggest takeaway from here in many regards. Like we were just talking about potential coaching uh, change when it comes to the power play. I feel that is a move that needs to be made. Uh, and yeah, we're both in agreement there. And then contracts, what are we going to be doing there? That's going to be very interesting. Who's going to be on the trade block uh, potential free agents, you know, guys coming back guys walking. It's going to be a very very interesting offseason, very much like we've had the past couple. I think there's going to be a decent amount of turnover for sure. I think you're right. I think Waddell alluded to it, you know, that we could see some trades, that they view free agency as kind of a dangerous day. I've looked at the free agent list. Um, there's some guys I think could be nice additions for the Hurricanes, but nobody I'd break the bank for. We can obviously talk about that on another day. Um, you know, I think the trade market is the route that they've gone more so in recent years to make their big additions. But yeah, I mean, it is, there, there's so much that they have to do. I mean, they have to figure out what they're doing with um, Anderson and Ronta. They either have to re-sign at least one of them or sign or trade for at least one new NHL goalie. They have to re-sign Jordan Stahl. I think they're going to do that. Yeah. They have to re- they have to figure out what they're going to do with a guy like Jesper Faust, who's been an underratedly important part of this group. And then there's all those big contract extensions. The biggest takeaway from me for all the from all this, from hearing Don Waddell speaking to the media at his press conference, from reading the Luke DeCock story, from listening to Tom Dundon on Ovius and Gileo is, and also from reading a report about it from Pierre Lebrun of the Athletic that Sebastian Ajo getting an extension is a big time priority for the Hurricanes. I think that's something they really want to get done this summer. He's their guy. You know, he's one of their centerpieces. He's part of this team. You know, like Dundon said, this is his team. He's the guy. I'm not going to speculate about a timeline, but like you've seen in the past, some teams, because like you can't actually officially sign an extension for guys whose contracts are up next year until July 1. In the past, teams have made like their big July 1 move coming out and announcing a big extension for somebody. I'd be surprised, not shocked, if the Hurricanes did that with Sebastian Ajo, just because I f- I'm feeling, per- at least, you know, we'll see, you know, actions speak louder than words, but just on what everybody's saying, I'm feeling urgency to get this done. Yeah, I, I agree there, and it it is nice to see that it is such a pressing need, that they're not going to drag this out. They're wanting to get this done yesterday you, you know it, it's nice to hear that uh and i do agree i i think that this is gonna be frankly maybe their first move of the off season of getting that sebastian aho extension done that could very well be their first move that's kind of where they're focusing all of their or not all of it but the majority of their attention right now is getting that deal done because we talked about it uh, a few days ago of not wanting to drag this out, you know, through the summer, through next season into next summer. You know, this is something you want to get done now to where you're not having to worry about it next summer. Yeah. You know, and, you know, potentially losing him for nothing, you know, and it's nice to hear that this is such a major priority for the team. Like you said, 
actions speak louder than words in that. Uh, but I do definitely think we will see a, an Aho extension this summer. Is it one that's announced July one? I, I don't know. This is obviously you know well out of our wheelhouse uh, of you know things we know how to do. Uh, so this is obviously a complicated thing of uh, you know getting that stuff done, term right, money right. Obviously, they're going to want long term, seven eight years, of course. Uh, it's then, you know, of course the money, uh, just how all that stuff is going to work. Cause you figure the salary cap is going to go be, is going to continue to grow up over the next few years. I want to say next season or the season after it is supposed to go up again. Uh, but yeah, that's just something we'll just have to wait and see there. And then of course the Brady Shea, the Brett Pesci, uh, extensions as well, re-signing Jordan Stahl. Jesper Foss, Freddie Anderson. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. And then, like I said, yeah, trades. Yeah, like you said, trades is where they tend to make most of their splashes. Who would they move? We kind of speculate on Tabo Teravainen. Would he be a guy uh, that would get moved? Or you know, there's just so many things going on here. And then, you know, again, we talked about it in, a, in another episode that you can go listen to after this. Uh, but you know the arena renovations. Uh, in Luke DeCock's article, you know he mentioned you know, sometime in July is when we could really be hearing uh, and getting more updates on when this stuff can be happening. So that's going to be a big thing for the Hurricanes this summer as well, outside of the players. Yeah, no, it's 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 going to be a definitely you know something that. It's not going to be a boring off season, that's for sure. There, there's going to be a lot happening and a lot to think about and talk about in Hurricanes land. Yeah, I, I know, and it's you know one thing that uh, I think that you know folks aren't talking about. Uh, we'll talk more about this as the off season rolls on. Is there uh, Eric Tolsky uh, of what his future could be like with the Hurricanes? Obviously, you know Toronto and Pittsburgh have filled. Uh, their openings respectively already but yeah he's a guy that has been really instrumental in the hurricanes front office over the past few years and you know kind of feels due for a promotion uh and i saw someone on twitter today i forget who it was you know do they promote uh waddell to president and then tolski to gm or you know just go somewhere else uh to take over a gm role yeah that's honestly gonna be something to watch as well i really wouldn't be surprised if they do the former uh promote waddell promote uh internally of waddell and tolski uh to new positions uh that wouldn't surprise me but that's again just gonna be something we just gotta wait and see yeah i think um i mean i don't want to get too far into this now but i do think if the hurricanes don't do what you're suggesting um, in terms of promoting both Waddell and Tulski, it's probably a matter of when, not if Tulski gets a GM job somewhere else, just because yeah. he's so highly regarded for the work that he's done with the Hurricanes, as he should be. Yes, very much so. And we will you know, continue to talk about that as the offseason rolls on, as well as everything we've felt, everything else we've talked about uh, today. Yeah, you know, all the extensions, the arena, free agents. All of that stuff. We will continue to talk about that as the off season rolls on. So make sure you are following the show on Twitter at lo underscore hurricanes. Following myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore ninety six. Following Andrew on Twitter at hnit 
53. And as always, folks, you know, even though the season is over, let's go Canes. 